This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Thanks so much for joining me this week on the Book Legion. This week, I'm going to be covering a great book, Pivot and Go by David Nurse. Can't see the cover here, but there you go. Pivot and Go by David Nurse. So for those of you who are not familiar with David Nurse, he's best known as an NBA shooting coach. Um, He wrote this book that's a 29-day practical guide to rewiring your mind and resetting your life. So I read this book about two and a half years ago. Actually, I had my sales team read it, and I decided to go back to it. You know, I've been going through this last year uh, of a whole new career change, and we're moving from Texas to Florida, and there's been a lot of ups and downs. And so sometimes you just need to come back to the basics and reset basic principles in your life. And I really enjoyed this book the first time, so I want to read it again. And plus, I'm a huge hoops fan, so I love David Nurse. He's one of the best shooting coaches um, in the NBA. He got, he's got a great story about how he got to become an NBA. If you don't know him, he was somebody who's from, I believe, Kansas in the Midwest, Went and played like second-tier pro ball in Spain, got cut. It was really devastating to him after playing college ball and his hopes of going to the NBA. Came back to the States, was basically dead broke, did not know what he was going to do, and um, went to live with some friends in Oakland and got inspired to start a camp. And so he started with one basic basketball camp where I think he made $1,000, and that spurred him on this journey of getting back to the NBA in just a different capacity, uh, which he eventually did and ended up becoming a shooting coach uh, for the New Jersey Nets, which he's got some pretty funny stories in there about that as well, and got connected with all these great NBA players. Now he's basically a shooting consultant. He works with players um, in all walks of life and from all over, but most specifically, he works with high-profile shooters uh, inside of the NBA. So I'm going to talk to you about, you know, basically, I said it's a practical guide. So you've got 29 days where he walks you through a different lesson each day. And what I love about this, the lessons are anywhere from like four to 10 pages. So you can knock it out in about 10 or 15 minutes in the morning. And then he has you do an exercise at the end of each lesson. So, you know, if you're, if he's talking about, you know, let's go over the first one. The first one is uh, I want to talk about was on day number four, which I believe is on page 54. And it was all about cold calls. And what I loved about, he covered about this, was how awesome are cold calls is what this section is talking about. And what he talks about is what he wanted to get his break in the NBA. He literally wrote and cold called every single GM in the NBA. And only one from the Clippers returned his call, but it was enough to where it gave him an end to some of the NBA. And uh, so then he had you go through and make a list of all the people that you need to make of a list of people that you need to stay in contact with. Now, this is something that is completely overlooked. I hear Jesse Itzler talk about as well that I've actually done in my life. So I usually pick anywhere from three to 10 people that I'll text or call a week that I typically aren't people that I would talk to every week. And what this does is has you stay in contact and has you have a great network of people. So if I need a home loan, call my buddy Eric. If I need to talk to my finance guy, I call my buddy Dale, although Dale and Eric are both my best friends. So those are terrible examples. Um, but people I used to work with in Georgia is a great example. You know, my friends, Alex and Addison, I don't talk to them every week, but I make it a point to check in with them probably once every eight to 12 weeks for my buddy Max, who lives uh, in Tampa, or my buddy Casey, who's up in Oregon. You know, all these different guys are in different verticals. 
I do it because I want to stay in contact with good people, but you never know when you're going to need a resource, right? You never know when you can help them. Uh, my buddy Joey, I grew up with, we got into contact over Facebook for not talking for a long time. And I was able to help get him into my industry. He is someone who'd worked construction. Now I've got him selling uh, life insurance and you know, he's taken off and you know done all the work and, and now it's changing the life for him and his family. So I think that it's really important to outreach to people that you don't know, make yourself vulnerable. And the best way of doing that is doing a cold call. I know it sucks. I do it for a living. Uh, but truly the best way is to make cold calls, to break into a new industry. You got to make yourself vulnerable. He talks a lot about that. And if he wouldn't have made himself vulnerable, having all that rejection, but he got the one yes that started him on his way to getting inside of the NBA. So the second point I want to talk to you guys about is day number nine, which is balancing 52.3 pounds of sugar. And what this whole section is about is about balance, right? This 80-20 principle. He talks about his friend, uh, Ted, who missed a, a camping trip with his family due to some golf. And he talks about like balance and Ted's talking about, well, I've got to, you know, balance what I want personally uh, with, you know, work and, and family, right? And then he also talks about this analogy of like diets and, you know, David talks about, you know, he goes like, I was all in on my diet, but then, you know, everything in moderation, right? So I had my cheat meal. But what he starts to talk about is that balance, moderation, all these different terms are really just excuses for you to not live fully and the things that make you most happy. So, so many of us try to live our life in moderation. We try to balance everything, but what we fail to do is we neglect the things that are most important to us. And so he was talking about his friend, Ted, where Ted's golf tournament came up that he wanted to play in. And he also had scheduled a camping trip with his family. So instead of going on the camping trip with his wife and uh, his kids, he went to the golf tournament and then tried to leave Sunday to meet them to go camping for that day and then was going to come home later that night. Traffic happened. The golf tournament went long. Ted didn't get there to basically it was time to pack up and leave. And so he came home. Obviously, his wife was super upset with him. His kids were upset with him. He missed a great family vacation. And David asked him, what's most important to you in life? Why do you work hard? And he said, well, for my wife and my kids. And he goes, and why are you trying to apply this rule of 80-20 when the most important thing to you is your wife and kids? That should have been your priority. You should have gone all in on that and not going golfing with your buddies. You can always go golfing with your buddies. So I'm about Talking about uh, the analogy of cheat meals, right? You go all in on your diet six days a week and then you have your one cheat day where you eat whatever you want and you end up feeling lethargic, you got brains fog, you feel regretful of all the shit you just ate after you crush it for six days, then why apply it, right? Why apply it? Why apply it? Why not just eat good seven days a week? I never understood cheat meals anyway. I don't understand why you need to have a cheat meal when you know it's not good for you. I don't know. It defeats the whole principle. I never understood that. But he goes, you know, what is moderation? What is imbalance? Those terms are so vague that anything helpful they would lead us to in the past is hopefully twisted and misconstrued into one giant excuse. Because you know what I've noticed? No one talks about 80-20 when they're striving to be the best version of themselves. No one says everything in moderation when they're immersed in their purpose of their life. And so I really love this because it really helps to shift your perspective that whatever is most important to you, there is no balance. You have to go all in. You have to be extreme. And I've talked about this before on my other podcast with guests and even on this through other books 
that I don't believe in balance. I think that now you have to take a step back if you need, if you're starting a new business, right? You're starting a new exercise routine. You should be fanatical. You should go all in. You should live your best life. Now maybe rein it back in three months or six months and go, okay, I've neglected the family a bit or I've neglected, you know, um, X, Y, Z and my spiritual practice or whatever it is. And I maybe incorporate that into good, healthy habits I've built. To me, there is no moderation because he says once, and I agree with this, once you start to make justifications of why you need a cheat meal or why you need a, a day with the boys, then it really is just become an excuse and you're not living up to your fullest potential and you're not living according to your conduct of character with the things that are most important to you. Um, which, you know, ultimately leads to an unfulfilled life, in my opinion. So uh, I really, I really appreciated him talking about this thing of balance because I think that it's overblown in society. And then day 20, he talks about the board game. That's what the chapter is called. And I really love this chapter because it talks about his friend Jeremy Lin. If you don't know who Jeremy Lin is, he was a professional basketball player in the NBA LA, uh, that had a big blowout for a couple years back, I think mid-2015, 16, where his Lin insanity. And um, he just went on this crazy hot streak and was all over the world because he was one of the most famous Asian-American basketball players um, to have played in the NBA. And so he becomes really good friends with Jeremy. I think he was even one of the groomsmen in, in David's wedding. But he talks about them going to this board shop. I believe it was in like Seattle or Vancouver or Portland. And he talks about being there. And this guy, this board shop was completely dead. And he walks in and they I find it fascinating. There's all these different board games that they can play and that they want to play. They walk into this board shop and there's all these fascinating board games, but they're very obscure. He hasn't heard them, and, but there's no one else in there. And then the guy tells him that, hey, he's going to be going out of business. And so Jeremy Lin ends up spending like 45 minutes with this guy. And he said that he started the business because he wanted to share his passion of board games with the whole world. And Jeremy Lin says, well, don't stop, man. Like, don't stop. Like, you have to keep going. You just have to learn how to pivot and reinvent, reignite your passion. So this whole chapter is really about is how to empower others, you know, how to speak life into others. And so Jeremy Lin really spoke belief and life back into this and offered to help this guy. So he, you know, threw him on his social and put him in some contacts with some marketing people, right? And the really cool part about this story is... This is about giving. This is about being compassionate with others. But this is also about believing in yourself and believing in your passion and in your destiny. So there was a great tandem. This was only like four pages long, uh, the story, but it really just resonated with me. This guy had a vision. It didn't work out the way he wanted. So he was going to give up on his dream, something that he wanted to give to the world. But then Jeremy Lin went in and saw the man's vision, saw the dream. And he believed in it like the other guy did just in a short instance and spoke and empowered the dream back into the man, helped the man out, and then got the man back reignited with his passion. And he said he put money into marketing and uh, he blew it up. He ended up blowing up the board game store. And the next time that they were back in town, he said it was crazy busy. The whole place was slammed and the guy was happy as could be. And so I think too often, many of us, we end up judging other people for going and living their passion as opposed to supporting them and raising them up, as opposed to someone saying, hey, man, I'm going to shut down my business. I just can't get it to work. Well, okay, man, I totally understand because it's validation for us on why we haven't done what we need to do as opposed to going, no, 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 no. Why did you start? I always come back to why did you start, right? This is something that I talked about in the last book review. It's Viktor Frankl. 
you know, understanding your, your why, you know, if you understand your why you can get through any how. And so sometimes though, we all need that encouraging hand, that empowerment that we can get from others. And this is something that society just lacks. We'd rather bring people down than lift them up. And Jeremy uh, Lynn lifted this man up, empowered him, spoke life into him, revigorated the business that this man thought was going to fail and would be successful into a thriving, successful business. So, And we can do that. And so the book and, and the principle and the takeaway is there is like, who could you go speak life into? Who needs you right now? Uh, because, you know, Tony Robbins has a great saying that living is giving. And I truly believe that what you give the law of reciprocity will turn back to you 10 times over. So anyway, pivot and go. There's 29 lessons in the book. I only covered uh, three of them. But again, it's as you go through, pick a month, start on the first. It'll take you right through the end of the month and it'll help you to put you in a really positive mindset. The applicable applications on the back, make sure you do them because if you do the work on the back end, it makes it that much more powerful. So I'll post a link in the book. I think between it's 15 and 20 bucks. Um, go follow David Nurse. He's got some great content online as well. So thanks so much for watching. I appreciate you guys uh, listening and subscribing to the podcast. And if you haven't done so, check out my other podcast, The Book Legion. Excuse me, my other podcast, Grind, Sell, Elevate, where I interview uh, business people from all over the world, whether it's sales, leadership, health, wellness, spirituality, you name it. I try to do the same type of thing of hire, of interview people that are the best at what they do to let you hear their journey, their tactics, their skills, the things that they've overcome, just like the books that we read here at the Book Legion. So Grind, Sell, Elevate, and make sure you are subscribed to the Book Legion. See you guys. Thank <laughs> you.